is our latest record. Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of OK Ringo. My name is Edward Bell. And I'm Harrison Garcia and today we're going to do something just a little bit different, alright? We are going to fix my car, yeah! Oh great, another surprise, we're a huge fan of that. I'm, I'm sure this is totally going to work out on an audio medium. Look man, if we do this during the podcast, right, like as content, then I can write off all the cars of the parts and the maintenance, you know what I mean? And then maybe our listeners will learn something about car maintenance. It's a win-win, dude. Win-win. That's right. Do you even know how to fix the car, though? Like, I've never seen you fix literally anything. It, it doesn't matter, man. Whatever I don't know, I can just look up on YouTube, you know? Like, everything I know, I've basically learned off of watching a YouTube video. You drive a Honda Fit, though. It's not like it's a classic car. There's not going to be a bunch of videos about everything. Do you even have a problem with the car? Is there even anything broken? I mean, no, dude, but Honda Fits are like the easiest cars to just like work on and mess around with, you know, because you can just button mash. Did you really just say button mash? Yeah, I mean, you know, like button mash. Like you don't really actually have to like know what you're doing, right? You can just kind of like start plugging things in and then unplugging things and plugging back in a different way. And like if it doesn't work, you can just like keep going, like, you know, this button is, mashing. This isn't Super Smash Bros, dude. Like that doesn't seem like a good way to fix a car. I, I, I get it, man. Okay, but you know what? Like, you can fix it your way, and then I'll fix it my way. Okay, right? So, like, all we got to do is we just come over here, and we, like, take this cable, and then we just, like, plug it in over... Ah! Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Are you okay? Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm good. I'm just, uh... Uh, uh, just a little winded. Um, let's uh, let me let me go over to the beat machine here, and we're just we're just gonna put a a, a track on, and then uh, I'm I'm gonna catch catch my breath. Do you have any like road trip rituals if you're going on a long drive? Anything to keep you from falling asleep? <laughs> um, I usually like to play like pretty loud music, you know, um, like just something that's like, gonna keep me awake. Like nothing chill, nothing like too laid back, you know. Something with the driving beat. I think that's really it. I mean, snacks help, right? Snacks definitely. Snacks help. are definitely important. Yeah. Absolutely. Very important. You just got back from a road trip, right? What's the What's the drive from Iowa to here? Uh, so from my brother's house, it's about twelve hours and fifteen minutes. But who's counting, you know? Yeah. <laughs> 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 right. Of course. Do you do it straight, or do you like stay the night somewhere, or you just do it straight through, and you guys switch between you and Bobby? So usually on the way there, we stop somewhere so that I'm yeah. well rested for the the beginning of my family visit. Yeah, but that's, on the, that's a good call. On the way back, we just fucking. We just drive all the way back, and it's terrible. Yeah, but. it's pretty crazy. I've driven. This was a long time ago. I drove. We basically drove back from Ohio to Denver, and then like stopped in a few different places. I drove the leg from Lincoln, Nebraska, to like 
the Colorado border at like three in the morning going like 90 the whole time. Yeah. That's yeah. a great Which way is, to hit a deer. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, the thing is, is that they, I remember like the guys I was with, like someone took over for me because they were like, dude, you're swerving a little. And I'm like, I'm fine. Like it's four in the morning, dude. Like go to sleep. You've yeah. been driving for like seven hours. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that is the worst. The straight drive back. One time I drove back from Kansas City all the way through the night, nine hours to then do 14 or the next day. <laughs> Jesus Christ. When was that? I was in the before times. That, I assume? that was in the before times. It was also when I was unemployed. So I was yeah. on unemployment or as I like to call it, I was sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is what you told people at the time. Yeah, I was sponsored. Yeah. I was the U.S. government bought your shorts. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. They were sponsoring my comedy tour. I went on a, a <laughs> lot of small comedy tours that year. Thanks That's to great, the U.S. Man. government. Yeah, I want to get back to that, man. We got to do one of those, like, kind of before the world shut down, and it's kind of the best. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the total end goal. Absolutely. Yeah, it is It is definitely the end goal, just getting to go to different places and hang out. In weird spots. Weird spots you definitely want to go to because uh, we, don't, we don't play those big markets, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. We play Springdale, Arkansas, <laughs> and Junction City, Kansas. Um, uh, yeah. Which we both were very surprised that Arkansas, at least that part, was very cool. Fucking rules. It was dude. one of the best shows we've ever done. Yeah, I, I'll say, man, that's definitely very high on my list of shows that I th- was, like, not, like, very high on when you booked it. I was like, Northern Arkansas, man. You know, and then the show ended up being just absolutely incredible in so many different ways. Do you have other shows like that? Like shows where you're like, this is definitely going to suck and it ended up being pretty good? Other shows that I think are going to suck? Um, just our shows. I mean, I was going to say, <laughs> other than every show we do. No. Um, um, yeah, I guess like anytime I still do an outside show, yeah, I'm like, ah, oh, man, we're still doing this. <laughs> That's like, true. This is going to suck. But I did one recently and it was amazing. It was like, just because it was outside, I, I was like, oh, this is going to suck. And it ruled. Where was that? It was in a parking lot at an undisclosed location. Oh, <laughs> was, wow. Okay. No, it was, uh, it was in a, a parking lot in Lakewood, but it was cool. Yeah, That's cool. It was cool. Like, yeah, people were there. They were into it. It's just every time I see outside, it just reminds me of when that was the only option. Which was like a year ago. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think we're going to go back to that? I mean, because we're we're now caught up on the podcast. Like, like anyone that's been listening, we usually were on a few-week delay. And now I think this is coming out next week. Yeah, it is. This is current. This is very current. We're finally caught up to current days. Do you think we're going to go back to lockdown and all that kind of stuff no i think maybe some liberal cities will yeah maybe or just do masks yeah just do masks but i don't think colorado we're maybe denver i don't know i doubt it though we're too much of like a cowboy state you know <laughs> like people don't like to be told what to do here well that's sort of the whole problem with all of this yeah like this would have been over if people just did what the fuck they were supposed to do a year ago right yeah, for sure. That would have been an option, or everyone could have got vaccinated. Would have been another yeah, option. Yeah, that would have been great. There was a lot of <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah, a lot of escape lovers. America. We had a lot of options, and we didn't take a single goddamn one of them. As just as a society. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm not too afraid of the the Delta variant. It looks like you're pretty much fine if you're vaccinated. We yeah. both we both got vaccinated. Yeah, I think I'll be alright, dude. If I get like more vaccinations, I get more vaccinations. Just like put it in my veins. I don't give, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I don't really understand them, so I just think they make me stronger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's you're the opposite of most people. Yeah, most people who don't understand them tend to think the other thing. Right. Well, I hate when people tell me to do my own research. Fuck that. That's what <laughs> scientists are for. I don't even change my own oil. You think I'm gonna do my own research? No. I don't change my own oil. Do you even know how to change? So it's actually funny that like, like we we have that in the sketch. Like I am useless when it comes to cars. We've talked about this a little before. Like I don't know jack shit about what I could fix on my car. 
So I can plug in a part if it needs to be right. In. And I've literally done that off of YouTube videos. Like the part in the sketch that I just wrote there is not untrue. Like that's that's very real. Right. So I've replaced when I had the van, when I had the creepy van, I sure. replaced the door handle two or three times because every winter I kept snapping it off and the door would freeze shut. <laughs> <laughs> the metal would just freeze. Well, the first one was metal and it was just really old. And then the, they didn't make replacement handles, right. obviously. So it was just like some plastic piece of shit. Sure unofficial replacement handle and those snapped a lot so i actually got wow. very quick at doing that <laughs> well, like at just popping right. one back in and going about your day yeah so if you need me to fix a handle on a 2001 mercury villager <laughs> yeah but like if you open the hood of your current crazy isn't your car like a hybrid right now yeah, or whatever if i it opened is? uh the hood of any car current past yeah. or future yeah. i have no idea i couldn't tell you what anything is yeah, no, I'm the same way. Like, I'm totally fucking useless when it comes to that stuff. Like, completely fucking useless. Someone did teach me how to change oil once, but I never did it, so <laughs> I'm not confident. <laughs> they, I like, showed it. you, and you never did it yourself. Right, because the cost to, like, recycle oil was, like, the same as having someone do it. Yeah. So I'm never going to do that. I like that you were trying to do it the right way as far as recycling the oil. That's interesting. Right, it's important. Some back alley. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you just do that? Uh, when I worked, one of my first jobs ever, I worked in this restaurant, and uh-huh. <laughs> we would drain the fryers. Oh, yeah. And they would make us, like, 14-year-old kids go just dump it in the back yeah. alley. Oh, yeah, I believe that. And there was it was the softest ground I've ever stepped <laughs> on. <laughs> it was going straight <laughs> to the water supply. Yeah, that makes... I mean, dude, in Iowa, though, I completely believe that there's, like, pork fat in the water supply out there. Yeah, I mean, that's our biggest export is, <laughs> is pork fat. Pork fat water. <laughs> did you see, actually, speaking of this... Uh, did you see that just today in Englewood there was a uh, like E. coli water contamination like thing? Oh wow! Yeah, so wi- it's weird. Whitney got a text. I didn't get a text, which is interesting. Um, yeah, she got one that was like, uh, "You may be in an area that has E. coli contamination in the water," and we're actually not in a in our zip code, but you may want to look on your zip code, man. You might be close. Yeah, I'm I'm tech center. I'm I'm not gonna take that shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> No. I'm just I'm just stating a fact. If it if it polluted one zip code, it probably polluted the others. No, for sure. I don't really drink water, so it's all right. Oh, <laughs> nice, cool, great. No, uh, I have a Brita filter. I don't know if it does anything, <laughs> but <laughs> someone told me that there's lead in Denver's water, and I yeah. don't believe it. But I'm just cautious. Uh, I'd say what? No, here's here's the hundred percent facts. Um, there's no lead, but there is trace amounts of cocaine in everything. Literally everything. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, I'll <laughs> take all, all the pharmaceuticals that are in the water. Sure, all the sure. No, no, it's not pharmaceuticals. It's like straight, like, you know, like the, the Colombian shit, the good shit, the good shit. Right. It's not yeah. that prescription cocaine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, because it's Colorado, dude. I mean, it's in everything. Like, if you've eaten green chili, you've definitely had trace amounts of cocaine. Yeah, I think that's racist. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's not. You no, the guys, the guys that work in illegal Pete's are all white, and they're all doing cocaine in the kitchen, I promise you. All right. I just call it Pete's, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> sure, sure. But yeah, I, I saw that like E. coli thing, and I was like, really? Like another thing? Like another thing I have to be worried about? Like, are you fucking kidding me? That literally happens every single year in any state that is mostly farming because it'll just wash shit into your in your wells or whatever and by shit you literally mean shit yeah i mean fertilizer uh man (laughs) we've been waiting for that moment (laughs) i really have been sitting on that for a while yeah we haven't done a sound effect in you know enough time so yeah yeah, not only do I not understand cars, I don't understand water supplies. Now that I think about <laughs> it, 
<laughs> Nobody <laughs> understands water supplies. Because I don't know where we're getting all our stuff. I know, like, in Iowa, people use wells still. The people that you'll drill a well. Yeah. And I don't know how that works. I'm I have no idea how that works. I, <laughs> yeah, you know what? <laughs> now that you say it, I truly have no idea. Where, where does that water come from? Underground. I, I know that, but, like, how does it get there? But how does it get there? <laughs> yeah, I've never thought about it, but you're 100% right. I have no idea how any of this works. It, yeah, it must be rain. It mu- I'm right. <laughs> like we're we're like we're like at a mile high in Denver, but there's sewers. So there's like clearly sewers that are running under the city, but I, I have no clue how that works. Right, and there's water treatment plants, but those aren't for wells, right? That's something completely different. That's just for us city folk. I have no fucking clue, dude. I have no idea. <laughs> How many days into the apocalypse do you think we'd make it? Dude, you and I would both last. I think you'd last, like, maybe just a little longer than me, but only by, like, maybe a couple hours. Yeah. Like, if it's a real apocalypse, like, you know, like, we're short on resources, going to die very quickly. Yeah, dude. We're definitely not, like, podcasting when the, like, uh, apocalypse comes. I think some people are trying, though. (laughs) Oh, no. Some people are still going to do it. Like, okay, I guess here's the question, okay? When the apocalypse happens, and I don't mean if. I mean when. When, It's a certainty. How long is it going to take before the first open mic happens? I would say about 48 hours. Because <laughs> <laughs> at first, people are going to be really freaked out, and then people are going to be like, everyone needs my hot take on this. Yeah, yeah, everyone needs to hear what I have to say about this. Yeah, what's the deal with the end of the world? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I mean, there's going to be a lot of people freaking out. You know, they're going to need some sort of outlet, I suppose. I don't think so, honestly. <laughs> no, I think that's my point. I think when it actually happens, we're going to... Um, I'm gonna lose a lot of people. Yeah, I've always said if it was a zombie apocalypse, I'd be that guy who like dies like 20% of the movie, where he like gets bit, and then he's like, "I'm staying back. You guys go ahead." And then I just like blow all the zombies away. I think yeah. I'd be that guy. I like everyone wants to be that guy. Yeah. Well, I w- I mean I would say that, but then they would leave, and immediately I wouldn't know how to use a gun because I don't know how it works. Yeah. <laughs> right. Totally. Then, right. And you'd be completely screwed. Right. Because the only time I ever used a gun, a man has loaded it for me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and yeah. I just pulled the trigger. Yeah. I just uh, we covered this a few weeks ago, but I just went shooting recently. So I feel like I would, I'd be able to do it, but I'd only be able to do it up to a certain point. Like the zombies would absolutely be able to overrun right. me you'd, if they wanted to. You'd be able to do it until you had to reload, and then <laughs> yeah, and then I would be, uh, I'd be completely screwed. I'd be figuring out those cartridges. Yeah, we're not very masculine, I don't think. No, no, I think anyone that's listened to this podcast up to this point, I mean, this episode, really any other episode, right? They've already figured that out. Just regular toxic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah. Yeah. You know, everybody is. Yeah, we're uh, OK Ringo, the official podcast of beta masculinity. Hey, everybody. This episode is brought to you by Estrogen. That's right. It's in your water. You're drinking it every day. It's dropping your T levels. It's making you docile. You got an angry dad, angry stepdad, give him some estrogen, put it in his cup of coffee. Yeah, if you just really like, if you got like a man in your life, you really are just like, this dude needs to take it down a notch, and you want to just see him like grow man boobs, put some estrogen in their water, okay? Just slip it in there, very easy to find, it's on Amazon, really anywhere you buy chemicals, you know? We restarted the, uh, the uh, audio. ruined it. We're Anyways, yeah, grandpa's got a boner you need to get rid of. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Give him some estrogen. Yeah, give him some estrogen. If, if your grandpa's racist, if he just talks a little too much, just see what happens, you know? It's not going to hurt him. It's not going to kill him, you know? Estrogen, available uh, at your local uh, farmer's market.
There was no way I was going to start that over smoothly. That no. track is entirely too short, I'm realizing. So are we in a simulation, Harrison? <sighs> yeah, probably. Yeah. I, I mean, if we were, wouldn't it hurt? All, wouldn't this all hurt a lot less? Yes, honestly, I would feel much better. <laughs> like, <laughs> what do you think? Like, are you banking on it? You're like hoping that all of this is actually just fake? No, no. Well, okay. There's the I've heard two different versions of it. One is that like it's the basically the Matrix, and we're just plugged in. Yeah, I've seen vessels. the Matrix. That's fine. Yeah, and the other one is that you and I are actually AI, and that we're part of the simulation. Uh, that somebody else has created maybe other humans, maybe other beings, so yeah. that we, they're maybe projecting some problems, trying to figure out how to solve them or whatever. Okay, so in the second scenario, you're telling me that there are robots who want to find out um, how to get speakers sounding good and then how to do mediocre podcasting? Is that what they're doing? Well, once you let the AI go, it's kind of out of your control. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the second scenario is basically like, yeah, like they think... You know, like they're trying to figure out global warming in their current year, whatever, year 3000 or wherever the fuck yeah. they are. So they're running all these models to figure out how to fix global warming or something sure. like that. And we're the AI in it. Yeah. I'm surprised this hasn't come up before. I'm almost certain it hasn't. Have you read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? I've, I've not. Because if yeah. you haven't lent it to me, I have not read <laughs> it. <laughs> well, I'll lend it to you if you want. I have sure. it. Yeah. Um, I've got some other books for you as well. But yeah, so Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy was, I think it was like a radio play first and then it was turned into a series of novels. And when I was a kid... I was like in middle school and I and I read them in there and I just absolutely loved it. But one of the like things about that is that Earth was just created like as a computer to figure out the answer to life, the universe and everything. Gotcha. And then Earth gets demolished to make way for an interstellar highway. Um, and Eminent the, domain. Yeah, yeah, basically. And then the two, like the one surviving guy basically then just like hitchhikes around the galaxy. But the idea is that Earth was created as a computer to like as a simulation to figure out what was going on. Gotcha. So yeah, now that I'm just you telling me this, I just learned that the two simulation theories are just two different movies. They're yeah, <laughs> that, I, that was that was a very long way to make exactly yeah. the point you just made. It's either the Matrix School of Thought or the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy School of Thought. Yeah, and I guess what I'm saying is that if this really was a simulation, wouldn't they throw those two in there to throw us off? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, right. Like there, it's probably something entirely different. You know, um, like yeah. do you remember, you remember the end of Men in Black where they walk into like the, the the first Men in Black where they walk into the terminal and they realize that like Earth is just like one stop or whatever, like right. a giant airport. Yeah. What if it's like that? It's know? the third simulation theory, the Men in Black theory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting it out there right now, dude. We're uh, fucking making the Men in Black like simulation theory. Hell yeah. No, I don't think I'm gonna figure it out, and I also I. I don't know which one, but I do, ever since COVID, I do think it's entirely possible that this is a simulation. Right, because during COVID, you've been drinking a lot and smoking a lot of weed. I get it. Yeah, get absolutely. It. Yeah. Uh, no psychedelics, though. I did this all in my own brain. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Good for you, I buddy. I only do those during the regular year. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to leave my house to get them, you know. It's tough, dude. It's yeah. tough, because then you got to go out to someone, you got to, like, talk to a guy, you know. Um, yeah, I get it. I mean, the there's, there's definitely... Um, a Venn diagram between like dudes who were super into acid and dudes who um, didn't want to wear masks. And it's not exactly a circle, but it's pretty damn close. Right. I've just never looked at a drug dealer and been like, that guy washes his hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As a rule, that's not usually the case. Yeah. Usually yeah. they don't even have shoes on. So, yeah. well, I mean, technically, yeah. <laughs> although, I mean, what's the, what's the last time you've actually bought drugs from a drug dealer? Well, um, probably the last time I brought m mushrooms, so that was I, I don't know twenty, 
19, maybe, yeah. honestly. Pre-pandemic. Yeah. Pre-pandy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. How are we not saying that? Pre-pandy. Uh, pre-pandy. <laughs> you know, pre-pandy. Yeah, man. Yeah, the... I think this could be a simulation, especially if this Delta variant comes out. I don't know. I think they're just running out of Is that what it scenarios. is? They've run out of scenarios, so they're just, like, introducing another one? Yep. Yeah, they're like, let's see if we can really break them, you know? Yeah, it does kind of feel like that, actually. I mean, like, if you were someone that was, like, running the simulation, it would absolutely make sense. We're like, okay, we're going to get, like, at least half of everyone to do what we've told them. And then the other half who hasn't done what they're told, they're going to be the reason that this is still happening. And let's see how long it takes for the people who follow the rules to fucking kill them. Right. Yeah, that's the test. Yeah, and now. it's probably like, what's going to kill them first? The COVID or like their neighbors just like straight up stabbing them in the neck? It'll definitely be the COVID. Uh, because <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Because all the people that were following the rules will just slowly try to cancel all the people that, oh, <laughs> that that's weren't, what it is. following right, the rules. Right. That's, that's what it is. Right. We'll do cancel culture to those people. The, just the, widespread. Even though that those people, even though the people who hate cancel culture seem to not want to cancel COVID, which is, I guess that's what it is. Is that what it is? They hate cancel culture so much that they don't want to see COVID canceled? Right. Exactly. They're just, <laughs> they're people, they're principles. Yeah, you know? I get it. Yeah, like I'm so committed to not canceling anything that we're going to let this virus just live. Just live its life. Just Absolutely. live its life. Just, just be itself. Yeah, it's uh, how many? You want to make a bet now? How many? People <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I like that you can't even finish the bet. I was gonna say, That's uh, how you know it's good. You know how many people are gonna die this time? I'm gonna guess. <laughs> a lot of fucking people. Then. <laughs> I'm gonna guess half though. I'm gonna guess. Yeah, we'll half. see. I still think it's gonna be a really lot, and it's very sad. But also this time it's like kind of not sad because if you don't want to get a vaccine, it's kind of on it's you. I mean, it's sad in the way that like watching planet Earth and watching <laughs> a polar bear die is sad. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like it's nature, dude. It's just nature. It it's, really it's, is. We're literally watching, like, Darwin happen in real time. Yeah, but it's such a large scale. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. and if you've gotten this far on the podcast, um, it, I'm almost certain you've gotten vaccinated. Yeah, absolutely. That is the, <laughs> that's the test. Yeah. If you make it 22 minutes into, oh, I, I'm sure we're about 28 minutes, actually. Uh, you nailed it, dude. We're actually about, we're exa- almost exactly 22 minutes. Oh, minute. shit. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that means I've got to have to talk for yeah. 22 more minutes. You've got to come up with a closer is what, it, is what it means. Yeah, I've never, uh, never been able to do that. <sighs> no, never. I've never seen it. Nope. So, uh one time I got a rest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was going to say, yeah, one time I was at the airport yeah. and they wanted to search me. That's yeah. that's everyone's closer. But, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. you know. No, no, that is specifically your closer. For sure. I hate, I try to never do that joke, but anytime what, I have I to like that joke. What's wrong with that joke? Nothing. It's just. It's, I, I mean, it's it, it's what it is. It's not like a clean joke or anything. No. Um, I just wrote it very long time of, ago. Yes. And, it's one of those. You know, you don't want to do it then anymore. You know, yeah. I got I got some of those. I do it in the long sets. Yeah. You know, when you got to fill the time. Absolutely. I mean, I do every joke I've ever written <laughs> when, <laughs> when I got to do the long sets. Let's be honest. I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing that when I have to do a 30 minute set, I don't do every joke I've ever written. That's, I don't know if that's it's good. That's good. Or bad. No, for sure. Um, I could do 34 minutes. So yeah. when when people are not laughing, I got to talk real slow. You know? Yeah, I get that. I definitely get that. Well, I, so I've noticed like, a, and this is this is maybe a good a place to end. So like last week, uh, we did Barnhouse Tap outside. Um, you had a better no. You were visiting your family. That's what I was, was visiting my family, which is a better gig, I would argue. Um, visiting your family is always cool. Um, the show is really fun, but I every time we do Barnhouse, it's a neighborhood bar. It's the outside patio, and when I host, 
I go out of my way to be very casual. Like, I don't try to hit him too fast with jokes. I try to be, like, very laid back more than I would be. He's also naked. I'm (laughs) also completely naked. I just, I pull my dick out at the end. People love it. No, but it was, um, so right after me on the show was Austin Black, who's, you know, a good mutual friend of ours for sure. And he had a good set. He had a really good set. But afterwards, he commented and he was just sort of like, yeah, I feel like they were kind of going joke for joke with me. And I was like, I think part of that is just when people are more relaxed Right. When they're in on a patio and there's a food truck and there's beer, I feel like sometimes you can't hit them with jokes. You almost have to sort of like like ease into it. Have you noticed that 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 the more laid back shows we do, people who want to come in firing all cylinders don't usually get the best response? Yeah, I've actually experienced that quite a bit lately where if I go into just like straight material whereas if I did that in a club people would be like this is the best ever totally where I kind of have to sneak it more into or like people will like my riffs more than they like my jokes and like I'm not even good at riffing you know so yeah they'll still like it I felt the same way I'm seeing a barn house where I was very casual and I was just like hey guys it's been like real hot like I, I was just doing stuff that I don't I don't even have jokes for. I was just kind of talking and then just leading into like material I knew I had, but I I didn't really have like an agenda and come out hitting hard with jokes. And I feel like in a backyard outside show, that's like the way to go. Totally. Yeah. The last time I did Barnhouse, there was that guy that looked like a more handsome version of me. So I just kept <laughs> riffing on that. They liked yeah. that more than anything. Yeah, they love that. They're like, yeah, that guy. Right. It, it is one of those shows where the riffing almost does like, if the riffing's like pretty on point, that's almost better than your material. Yeah, absolutely. And having those experiences more recently, it made me realize how certain like road comics are created. You know, yeah. it's like this was a defense mechanism. Yeah, you know? isn't that wild? Like you only gained this skill out of pure necessity. Right, because your back was just literally against the wall, and you just had to like fight your way out somehow right you might have even snapped on the audience and then that <laughs> worked you know like yeah right they, they were still into it like you were being mean to them and they still kind of liked it just because you like whatever you got them on your side right i think it's also because it doesn't feel like a trick then you know if you if you do sure. a lot of jokes in a row it could sort of feel like a magic trick you could fi- figure out somebody after you watch like a full hour of someone you can definitely figure out someone's rhythm yeah you know? i think that's true i think that's true yeah i think it's a. Uh, Getting the audience into a point where they can't feel the rhythm coming is like a good thing. Right. And generally that happens because you don't know what's going to happen <laughs> either, you know? But that's kind of great, man. That's no, kind of why sure. I like doing this. It's like we kind of go in with sort of a plan and then who knows? And yeah, for I, sure. We, we've done okay sometimes. Yeah, it's it's gotten better. Man, I will say this. I listen to some I listen to some of the top 10 podcasts on Spotify and yeah. my drive back. Uh-huh. Just to go full circle with everything. So bad. Some of the true crime ones, I was like, holy shit. They are... They're just hosted by people who have no public speaking skills, but are maybe a good journalist on paper. Let me ask you an important question. What was Bobby's opinion? She liked them, but it's all true crime. Like she so she would have liked them anyway. Right. As long as someone's getting stabbed, they're getting gutted. <laughs> she's into it. Yeah. If someone's getting eaten by another human, she's going to listen to it. Sure. But it was like, I listened to like the fifth most popular podcast on Spotify, and I was like, Last wow. Last podcast on the left? Uh, I don't remember. Or one of those ones. It was one of the, it was like fucking crime files. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, okay. But I pretty much only listen to podcasts hosted by stand-up comedians. Sure. Sometimes actors, but all those people have <laughs> amazing <laughs> speaking, you know, presence. Sure. Regular people, not so good. Right, but they're talking about murder, so who cares? Yeah. So next time on OK Ringo. <laughs>
Murder Podcast. It's coming, everyone. Get ready. Murder Podcast. It's fucking coming. All right, everyone, we did it. We made it to the end of another episode. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Um, we do have live shows coming up, everyone. Assuming that the world won't shut down because of the Delta variant, we've got uh, 14 are brewing. If you're listening to this, it's going to happen this Saturday. Yep. This Saturday, the 14th. You can 14 find on the 14th. 14 are on the 14th. Hell yeah. You can go to okringocomedy.com to find that and all of our upcoming shows. Yes, and if you want to follow us on social media, we're at everywhere at okringocomedy. And you can follow us individually. I'm at Not Me for TV. And I am at Harrison Graham Sia across platform. Come out to 14 or everyone. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, we will see you very soon. See you next time.